Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. This is a victory for truth. And what is truth here? Truth is this. The Son of God has come. The Son of God, also known as the Lord God, has certainly come. I've been talking about an image. It is a great image. The image is a true description of the Son of God. And let me me make this clear. The head of this image is a true description of the Son of God. I have been talking about the image, and more precisely, I have been talking about, speaking on, the head of the image. I've been speaking on the head of the image, because there is more to the image, all right? And I'll continue this in, in this episode to speak about the head, and afterward, later on, I intend to get to the other part of this great image, this great image of the Son of God. Again, the Bible asks the question, what is truth? And I've given many answers to that question, what is truth? Because truth is more than just a thing. Truth is many things. Many things. All right? Now, I'll take up where I left off the last time. Matthew chapter 14, verse 33b says, Of a truth thou art the Son of God. That's what the King James Bible says to me. Thou art the Son of God. Keep this in mind. The man Tommy L. Hart has performed all the works that the Bible says the Son of God, the Lord God, will do when he comes. That's a very important statement, right? Now, so it is said to me, among many other things, thou art the son of God. No, of a truth, thou art the son of God, all right? Now, in this episode, I want to speak about 
the true son of God, the man Tommy L. Hart, and the not true son of God. The character Jesus talked about uh, the central character in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. All right? So you'll see where I'm going. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. John chapter 1, verse 49b says, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Now notice, I began with the statement, Matthew 14:33b, saying to the man, Tommy L. Hart, of a truth, thou art the Son of God. Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is a fictional character. He is not and was not and will not be a real, true-to-life character. He is fictional. All right? That's very important. Very important. No matter how much the religionists talk speak, show you scriptures in the Bible with regard to Jesus, Jesus, that character, is still fictional, not real. That which is fictional cannot become true. As in a made-up character, something coming from someone's or some group's imagination. All right? I presented you with something... um, Maybe the last time or the time before that, when I said, imagine you would be called upon to write up a thing on a future individual, okay, showing all, showing the biography, in short, of that individual's life, that individual which you say, you would say is to come. And I asked you about the likelihood of that becoming a reality. Remember that? All right. Now, Jesus versus the true son of God, a real individual. Let me begin this by asking you the question. Which would you prefer, to believe in something I'm talking about really believe in something that's fictitious or believe in something or someone that is real. Which would you rather? Which would you prefer? Real or imaginary, truth or fiction? Serious question. Now, And as I said, no matter how much the religionists and the church teach and preach Jesus, Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is still a fictional character. If you're expecting him to come, stop expecting. Give it up. All right, let's move on with the scriptures here. Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. I've told you before 
the King James Bible consists of fictional and truth. What I do is separate the fiction from the truth. You cannot say that what I teach about the man Tommy L. Hart and what he had, what he has done when compared to Bible content, you can't say, well, that what he's talking about is fictional. No, it's not. It's proved not to be fictional because it happened. Get that in your head. It happened. Plato predicted the Lord God will come with strong hand. And he has come, and his hand is strong because he has come with unassailable truth, unassailable evidence, undeniable evidence. If something exists, it is a real something. Yes, so I separate fiction from fact or fiction from truth. That's uh, that's my devoir, okay? That's my work. John 11, verse 27b, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ. I'm just reading some scriptures wherein the, the church teaches that these are references to Jesus. Okay. Now let me go on with that statement. It says, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Meaning this individual this individual has been predicted to come. Right? And the Son of God has indeed come. Let me read this. Here's where I am right now. Lord, capital L, lowercase o-r-d, Lord. I believe that thou art the Son of God. Now, that that is proven, okay? That is proven already. Tommy Hart fills the bill for the Son of God who is also called the Lord God. That's why it began. Lord, capital L, lowercase r-d. I believe that thou art the Son of God which should come into the world. Now, that statement conforms to the first one that I read, Matthew 14.33b, which says, Of a truth thou art the Son of God. John 20, verse 31. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ. Notice the word might. Might indicates or signifies a shade of doubt. Okay? A shade of doubt. Now, what do I believe? I've already told you. Jesus is a fictitious character. That's not going to change. Nothing will change that. The character Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is not a real-life character. True to life, he never lived. It's a figment of something coming from 
someone or some group's imagination who wrote a story. All right. Now, the story teaches us some things, okay, but Jesus himself, the character, is not real. It teaches us the story of Jesus, teaches us the relevance, importance, and authority of the law. That's what it teaches. Right? That's one of the main things it teaches. Right? Now, but these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ. Do I believe that Jesus is the Christ? No, I do not. Do I believe that the King James Bible teaches Jesus to be the Christ? No, it does not. It does not teach Jesus is the Christ. All right? Now, keep this in mind also. I've spoken on this before, on this program. The Bible asks the question in 1 John. It says, who is a liar? You know, a person goes around telling untrue things, a liar. It asks the question. The Bible now asks this question. Who is a liar? What does that mean? That means that in the Bible, liars are portrayed, and I am to dwell in the Bible in, in real life as well. I am, there are some liars, and I am to identify them. What have I found? about the character Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Because Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the sole authority or authorities on the fictional character Jesus. Paul, Peter, John, and any other disciple, they are not authorities on the uh, character Jesus. You must understand that. You must remember that. Because they'll come around, they'll come up and say things contrary to things that are in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which are the authorities on the fictional character, Jesus. This is real, really, this is real important information. It's real and it's important. I am one who wants to know the truth of things in the Bible. And I put it years ago in this question. What does the King James Bible teach by itself and itself alone? What does that mean? It means just what it says. What does the King James Bible teach? It doesn't speak to what Dr. So-and-so-and says about King James Bible content. It's, it doesn't call in uh, the PhDs and the uh, DDDs and all like that degree individuals. It doesn't ask for what anybody thinks. The question asks for what does the Bible teach by itself and itself alone. That's been a guiding question for me for many years as I have examined, scrutinized, analyzed King James Bible content. And my findings are true, real, solid. 
with respect to the Bible itself, God, Jesus, and the Son of God, also known as the Lord God. All right? Now, so I'll read that last statement again and keep and move on. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Notice the use of the word might. I call that to your attention again. Ye might. But I didn't. I did not. Okay? I found out the truth concerning Jesus in the King James Bible. And I was not deceived in believing that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. The statement in Isaiah that says a woman or virgin, whichever one it says, shall bear bring forth a, a son. That statement goes on to say, well, it says his name shall be called Emmanuel. Jesus' name, the character Jesus, his name is Jesus and not Emmanuel. Preachers associate that scripture, the one in uh, Isaiah, I believe, chapter 7, verse 14. I don't like to cite scriptures like that if I don't have it in front of me because I make mistakes. Yes, the Lord God makes mistakes. He's a human being just like you are. All right? The Son of God is a human being. He's talking now. Okay, but I was not deceived in my examination and analysis of King James Bible content. I saw early on that, hey, the church teaches, the black church I know teaches Jesus as though he's a real individual and he's coming back and this and that. But according to the Bible, I see that Jesus is a fictitious character. That changed my belief about that because I was examining Bible content. I was analyzing and studying and scrutinizing Bible content, and I know what I read. I understand what I read. If I didn't understand it at first, I keep on or kept on until I received understanding because that's what the Bible says. Get wisdom, get knowledge, get understanding. And those three terms, wisdom, knowledge, understandable, in the King James Bible are interchangeable. They are indeed interchangeable. So the Bible teaches get wisdom, get knowledge, get understanding. And all of that has come through an intense and prolonged scrutiny and analysis of King James Bible content. Because the question was, what does the Bible teach? It, the question was not what I wanted to believe or what I believe. The question was simple, and still is a simple question. What does the King James Bible teach by itself and itself alone? Okay? So, reading passages with respect to Jesus. 
First John 4.15, whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, let's stop right there. Confess means to acknowledge a fault. Acknowledge a fault. Like a criminal confesses to committing, committing a crime. So keep that in mind with this passage here. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Christ. If you think Jesus is the Christ, then you are more than likely, you are probably what? Uh, if you think that, you're, pro- you're probably wrong, okay? Because the King James Bible does not show Jesus to be the Christ. It doesn't. Forget about what Paul said, Peter, or any of the others in the Bible. Okay? The Bible does not teach that Jesus is the Christ. It teaches Jesus who was called Christ. That's a big difference. It does not teach Jesus who is the Christ. No, it doesn't teach that. Even if you see that, it it doesn't teach that. Okay? That's just, that would be something that a character in the Bible said, having no knowledge of things, having no knowledge of things, okay, such as Paul. All right? Now, the church world glorifies Paul as it does Jesus. Maybe not to the same degree, but preachers speak very highly of Paul. Yes, they speak very highly of Jesus. Back to that question. It bring, This brings me back to the question. The Bible asks the question, who is a liar? Now, you who watch me and listen to me, you know, okay, by now you should have confidence in me that I teach Bible truth. If you've been listening to me for some time, you know, for some time, you should now be, now be confident in my knowledge of the scriptures and my understanding of the scriptures. Tommy Hart does not have any religion or belief that he's got to or trying to defend. The Bible asks, who is a liar? That's a very important question. Because if you believe everything that every character says in the King James Bible, you are but you are truly, truly, I mean you are truly and deeply deceived if you actually believe those things. There are some not good characters, there are some unjust characters in the King James Bible. Such as the character Jesus. Let me tell the the question is who is a liar? Jesus said, Whosoever believes in him will never die. But get this. People who say they believe, there are people who say they believe in Jesus who die every day. Don't come telling me that, well, that's some, spiritually it means this. No, no, no. The Bible means precisely and exactly what it says. 
If it does not say, now this is spiritual, then don't even throw that in there. You're deceiving people. If I tell you whosoever believes in me shall never die, and you see other people who say they believe in me, and you have knowledge that some of those people have died, then Tommy Hart lied. Well, Jesus said that. You can look it up in the Bible yourself. Whosoever believes in me will never die. He said, I am the resurrection. He that liveth and believes in me shall never die. What do you get out of that? Your preacher deceives you by saying, now this is spiritual. It, it doesn't really mean that. It means this. How does he know? Who gave him authority to say what the Bible means that it does not say? Who gave him authority? Let me answer the question. Who is a liar? Because the Bible wants that question answered, just like it asks and wants that to be answered any other relevant question. And the Bible asks many questions. But you know what? The Bible calls for answers. And get this, the important questions in the Bible that the Bible asks, it also answers. Get this, understand that. It also answers, okay? This is one of those questions that is answered in the Bible. Who is a liar? As you know, a liar is one who does not tell the truth. A liar is one who tells lies. I think we all can agree on that. And we all know that there have probably been many serious and sincere people who, who, who said they believe in Jesus. But they're dead. They're dead. And the Bible teaches, because that's the question, remember, what does the Bible teach by itself and itself alone? The Bible teaches that there is no resurrection of the dead. Yet, Jesus said there will, there will be a resurrection of the just and the unjust. He said there will be a resurrection of the dead. Huh? But the Bible teaches dead people, it teaches this, and that's why there's the saying, when you're dead, you're done. It's all over. It's all over. A long time ago, I don't know whether it still comes on or not, but a long time ago there was a program on TV called, that's, you know, the title was uh, One Life to Live. That's all we have, one life to live. And no matter how many times you see in the Bible uh, that the dead being raised and all like that, the Bible does not teach that dead people will rise from the dead, that one day there will be a rising of the just and the unjust who have died and all like that. The Bible does not teach those things. It teaches man lies down and rises not. But first it asks the question, if a man die, something like this, will he live again? The Bible asks that question. But in that same chapter, the Bible gives the answer three times in the same chapter in which the question is asked. It gives an answer three times, and all three times say no. 
if a man dies, it is over. These are important things. Religion, I have found, let me speak with regard to Christianity briefly. Christianity is built on lies. The Christian message that Gentiles teach openly, it's uh, it's a red herring. It's simply a red herring. It's filled with lies, distractions. Distractions from what? Distractions from the truth. Who is a liar? It's time for me to answer that question. I keep asking it. And the Bible asks it. Who is a liar? Well, I've called out Jesus. Now, Jesus tells many lies, okay, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You listen to me carefully. All one has to do is take a serious reading, serious reading of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you will find that Jesus is openly in the King James Bible an unrighteous individual. Now, get away from the religious aspect and what the preachers preach. Who is a liar? Okay, I've called out Jesus, and I've got to move on. But Paul also is a big liar. In one chapter, you listen to me, in one chapter in 1 Corinthians, Paul speaks seven back-to-back lies. How do, how, how do I know they're lies? That's a great question. I know they're lies because the Bible speaks to them, speaks to them. All you have to do is go back and read uh, and try to find uh, where it said uh, the things that Paul speaks of. And if you're talking about Jesus, remember Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the authorities. That is why those four books are called the gospel of Jesus, the gospel concerning Jesus, the character. All right? The Christian church I know myself, the black church, does not teach the information regarding Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The Gentiles do not teach it open uh do not teach it openly. I don't know what they teach when they're by themselves and to themselves, but openly the Gentiles do not teach the truth concerning the fictitious character of Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. As I said, their Christian message is a red herring. Their Christian message is filled with lies because they can be checked out uh, in the King James Bible as to whether this is true, that is true. It can be checked out. That's why you have a Bible. I'm so glad the authorities let the regular people like me have a Bible. I'm so glad I can read. I'm so glad my mother taught me to read, how to read. She taught me, she would say, I want you to be able to think when you grow up. I want you to be able to think, to handle your business. I want you to be able to think. That's just a simple statement, isn't it? I want you to be able to think. (laughs) Because most people don't think. Let's move on. 
but Paul, who is a liar. I have found in my scrutiny and analysis of the King James Bible content that two big characters who are found to be liars in the King James Bible are Jesus and Paul. It looks like they are competing uh, to see who can tell the biggest and the most lies. As I said, in one chapter, and I'll tell you the chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the character Paul speaks seven back-to-back lies. Now, that's big. He might have some on Jesus, but Jesus told some big ones. Okay? He told some big ones. <laughs> okay. You keep in mind, I can read, and if you say you can read, all you got to do is what Paul said about Jesus. Go back and try to see if it's in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The gospel books. Why do you think they call them the gospel books? Because they are the, they are the authority on the fictitious character, Jesus. So if Peter says something about Jesus and gives him a title, all you got to do is go back to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see if that can be verified. Same with Paul. If Paul says something about Jesus, all you got to do, and that's, that's intended for the reader to do. All you got to do is go back and try to verify it by Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, or in any, any combination of them. Verify it. The Bible says this, let thy word be verified. If my word has to be verified, so does Paul or Jesus even though they are fictitious characters, because the religionists can fool you on them. Why do the Gentiles want black people? Let's leave the Gentiles out. Black people say they can read. They say they can read. And I tell people, I say, go and check check this and this out. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know, over the years, I've told people that, and not a one that I know of has ever gone back home or wherever and checked it out. They'll say in front of me in my presence, you know, you know, I'm going to go home and read that. They do not do it. Black people do not do it. But they be excited when I'm telling them face to face. Oh, I'm going to read that. I'm going to go back home. Yeah, I said, all you got to do is just read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and read the the book of Exodus along with it, because Exodus speaks to the uh, commandment regarding the Sabbath day, which Jesus repeatedly and deliberately broke. And Jesus was under the law of Moses. The Bible says he was under the law, born of a woman under the law. Okay? Wow. Wow. So do you want, would you rather believe in someone that's fictitious and, and a liar, even though it's fiction? <laughs> would you want to believe in someone, somebody that's real, according to Bible content, with respect to Bible content? The Son of God, also known as the Lord God, the man, Tommy L. Hart, has fulfilled each and every point in the head 
of the image of God that is found in the King James Bible? I answered the question, who is a liar? I gave you two of them. I gave you Jesus. That's what the question wants. That's the answer the question wants, okay? Because when the writers wrote that, they knew who were the liars. They knew who the liars were. So they give you a hint when they say, who is a liar? It can easily be checked out just by reading. You don't have to do any scrutinizing, analyzing, examining, or anything. Just read carefully, and you'll see, and follow the story, not what your preacher tells you. Just follow the story. See what Paul says about Jesus. See what Jesus says himself, as I gave you an example. Whosoever believes in me shall, he that liveth and believes in me shall never die. Check it out. People say they believe in Jesus and they die daily. Okay. Okay. Are you serious about the Bible? Are you are you serious about Bible content? King James Bible content. The Son of God was predicted to come into the world. It's the Son of God. Who is the Son of God? The Son of God, the King James Bible, Son of God is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. He sits every point in the head of the image. You should now know what image I'm speaking of because I've spoken on the image several times. All you got to do is go back to uh, recent episodes. You don't even have to go 10 episodes back. Okay? That believing ye might have life through his name. First John 4.15, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him, and he in God. You are supposed to check that out and see if Jesus is the Son of God indeed. Okay? Which he's not. Right? In the story, Jesus was a liar, and let's just move on. John 4.25, when he is come, the woman in the story is talking to the character Jesus, and the statement is made, when he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus never told all things. Jesus did not tell all things. The man Tommy L. Hart has informed the people on all things. When he, who is found to be the man Tommy L. Hart, he has come and he has told us all things. Okay. Just as the point, the piece of uh, information in the head of the image tells us. Okay, so therefore, Psalm 27, verse 14 says, wait on the Lord. Doesn't that make sense? When he's come, he will tell us all things. Wait on him. Wait on the predicted one. Now, the predicted one has come, and he has fulfilled that, that uh, statement. He has told, told and informed the people of all, on and in all things. So, Acts 8, verse 6, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. The man, Tommy L. Hart, has performed all, all the things constituting 
the head of the image. What about the other parts of the image? I'll speak on those later. This is so good. The Lord God, the Son of God, has come and presented to you him that is true. He has presented himself. He has presented to you the truth. I read the statement, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Then there's the statement, John 3, verse 2, that says, no man can do these miracles. What miracles are they speaking about? First of all, well, first of all, no man has come. The Lord God, Tommy Hart, the Son of God, has come. That's miraculous. That's miraculous. Okay? And moreover, he has fulfilled the points, each given point in the head of the image. He has fulfilled. That's great news. The Bible calls those things miracles. You may call them something else. I'm just telling you what the Bible calls them. The Bible says no man, the Lord God, the Son of God, can perform those things that are in the head of the image, and it it calls those things miracles. Acts 4, verse 21, they say to the Son of God, the man found to be Tommy L. Hart, Lord, thou art God. Up above, it says, thou art the God. Is that what it said? No, it said, of a truth, Lord, Tommy L. Hart, that's who it's talking to, thou art the Son of God. And the evidence shows that the man, Tommy L. Hart, is indeed the Son of God. Also, it says in Acts 8.10, this man, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart, is the great power of God. Then it says in 2 Timothy 6.17, charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. Get that, the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. And that is exactly what the man, Tommy L. Hart, has done. The Bible urges the people to trust in the living God. He first had to come. He has come. Urges you to the Bible, urges you to trust in the living God who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart, according to the head of the image of the Son of God in the King James Bible. Always follow me on Twitter. Always make Lawmaster your. Lawmaster Archive, your dwelling place. Go to Lawmaster, go to Amazon.com and order from Tommy L. Hart's list of books. Okay? Do that. Do that. Give them his presence. Do that. Tell other people that the Lord God, the Son of God, has come and he is alive at this time right, right now. Tell other people about this miraculous truth. Tail, tail, tail. Join me next time.